I'm Adela, and this is the House Medium Podcast. In this podcast, you are going to send me your emails and you're going to ask your questions, whether it's paranormal or have to do with real estate and you want me to look at the house that you're looking to buy or rent. But not only are you going to send me your emails, but I'm going to have you on my podcast and I'm going to see and tell you what I see while I'm seeing it responding to your email right to you and you are going to tell me if this makes sense if it resonates so all the listeners can hear and be a part of this experience now if you don't want to be on here i understand for those of you who don't i will still read your email however i look forward to being your house medium. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the house medium. I'm Adela, your house medium. And today we have an interesting day because I'm, you know, this is a new podcast. And as I go along, I'm going to kind of tweak things and try new things and such. Um, So today I have a little unique way I'm going to go about this. I do have an email that I'm going to read and you're going to hear my answer to Tanaya TB. We call her TB. Yes, Tanaya. Finally, she's like, I did this a long time ago, Adela. But then I am going to have a special house guest, a cafe guest in the house medium, in the medium brew cafe, medium brew cafe. Um, I am just, I have decided I want to have different people kind of hang with me in my cafe. See, this is the thing, everybody. So, so listen up, get a little closer. Let's, you know, just, just, just hear me, hear me out. Here is my idea. I decided that I am going to create the virtual medium brew cafe and I will have all the things in my virtual medium brew cafe And it will form here and eventually turn into physical form. And one of the things I want to create is a place where we can discuss things. We can discuss paranormal things. We can discuss philosophical, spiritual, you know, all these types of subjects and also baking and, (laughs) and, and recipes and coffee recipes and things like this because my vision of the future of my medium brew cafe is that I'll have this cafe, everyone's going to hang out out with, out with me, kind of, because wait for it. Everyone's going to hang out, I'm going to have great coffee, great little snacks and things to nosh on and, you know, people to talk to each other and hang out with each other and have, you know, open discussion about spirituality and things like this. And, you know, I'll have people who will like bake really great things or cook really great things or share. In other words, kind of a, of a community of sorts, but very chill. And then here, picture this as well. I'll be for some reason, I always see this happening when I'm older, but maybe it will happen before I reach this age. And when I'm this age, for some reason in this fantasy slash vision, because I do have a vision, but here comes the fantasy part, because I will not be doing this. 
I used to smoke back in the day and I'm like, maybe I'll be older and you go, hmm, whatever, doesn't matter. I'll take up a cigarette once a week and come down to my cafe, pick one person to read and say, you, you, I'll read you today. Read that person and then send them back to the cafe and I veer on up into my, <laughs> into my home. This is the view. Now, I feel like that's a future, 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 future vision. In the meantime, I'm creating the Medium Brew Cafe. For those of you who are not familiar, go back and listen to prior episodes where we can have discussions. Now, I'm going to do paranormal gossip, sometimes just on my own, but every once in a while, I want to bring someone into my cafe, and today that's going to be Timothy. Okay, so here's the deal. Before we get to that, I have, you know, we're going to read our first email and such, We're go- and then we'll go into the cafe. However, before we get to that, I just have a few things. Um, I just want to remind everybody, people ask, you know, where you can send in. You're asking, right? Adela, please, where can I send in my experiences and the things that I want to ask you about? Come on your podcast, right? Um, the, you can always email the house medium at Gmail. Now, I've noticed that it seems like people have been really shy. I want to remind people that I've had some unique uh, house guests on here. But this podcast is mainly for all the peoples, because I love people. I love talking to you. I like getting to know what you have to say. I love it. I know not everybody loves people, (laughs) but I'm a reader and I love meeting people. For me, it's either meeting you virtually like this, remote viewing you while I'm giving you a reading or in actual like voice connection, which we can do here, or, um, you know, obviously in person, which hopefully I can do sometime in the future, do a in-person podcast. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, but I would love for you to send me in your experiences. I just feel like people have been a little bit shy. I don't know, uh, why, but I kind of think part of it could be maybe you're worried about your story and and if it's not good enough not not crazy enough not scary enough it's not about that this is just about listening to people's experiences and the feedback i get people love hearing that also wanted to let you know i am doing classes i have posted classes from now on i'm just going to say i have classes cuz i don't know when you know always a particular time when this is going to air. So I don't want to be out of sequence. So just check on my uh, website, adalelevine.com, which I also do readings. And I do know that this episode is airing um, the week before Mother's Day. So I can announce to you that I am giving 30% off of my readings. And it's with the code, I'll give you the code right here now, with the code... Um, M a day for Mother's Day. And then I'm also giving 30% off of gift certificates. And that's with the code GIFT. Pretty easy. And you can go to dailyvine.com to book a reading or buy a gift certificate. Now, here's my recommendation. If you're going to get a reading for someone, please make sure they want a reading. Here's a spiritual rule. You don't push people into things. It's kind of like saying... Hey, mom, I got you a gift certificate for therapy. Yay. And your mom's like, "Mm, 
wow, thanks. You didn't ask me if I, you know, wanted to do that. It's not the same as therapy, but it's personal and intimate and emotional. So it isn't the same as also just getting some chocolates. So make sure you know the person wants to do this. Don't just get the, this for them thinking this is a great surprise. It doesn't always work out in my experience. This is why I don't do percentages off my gift certificates very often. Um, also just want to let you know, I have my Patreon and my Patreon is where I post all my main videos. I'm not really doing YouTube videos like I was. I'm sticking to this, the podcast, my Instagram, TikTok, and, um, and my Patreon, which I post meditations and monthly speed readings for all the people on my Patreon and also videos about the deep topics you guys want to know, meaning like going a little deep dive into it. And of course, my classes, you can find all of this in adelavine.com and of course, Instagram. Okay, that is everything. I just like to get this out of the way. But I do get asked these questions. And since I'm trying to find like main sources for you to get all these things, this is how I'm doing it. Now, if you're like just tuning in for the first time on my podcast, I apologize if you're like, I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> um, who is this chick? Um, I understand. I am Adela. I'm the house medium. And on this podcast, people send in their experiences and I am going to tell you what I see. So the paranormal experience that you might have experienced when you were a kid or a week ago, I will bring you on the podcast if you choose to and I'll tell you what I see. If you don't want to be on the podcast, you just send it in and you type it on up and you send it in and I'll do, I will have that on the reader's room. By the way, speaking of typewriter, I have to bring, bring that back. I have get it on my IG that pe I guess people are buying typewriters again. Typewriters are back. Let me just give a little clue to the younger people. Um, it's not all that cracked up to be. Learning how to type is great, but you know, you don't need a typewriter, but I love the sound. So I don't know, maybe get a typewriter. I'm into it, Nick. I'm into it. Um, so just wanted to remind everybody about that. And I wanted to kind of talk a little bit, you know, about a couple of things for myself. Um, I'm having somebody on the Medium Brew Cafe, so we're just going to like have a little chill moment, um, not having to go into the cafe. couple things that I wanted to go over that I have found interesting. I um, There's a book out called Soul Boom, and it's by Rain Wilson. He plays Dwight from The Office. I happen to be a huge Office fan, and I saw that he had this book, and I was like, wonder what this is about. I mean, I know it, 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 he said it's spiritual, but you know, we'll see. It is a beautiful book about spirituality. I mean, he's trying to do the things that I've been trying to do. So many of us have trying to do, which is to bring people together with the idea of spirituality, meaning like, why can't we recognize that this is needed, that we are not just physical bodies, that we have a spirit. And I feel like what I've noticed and the reason why I felt so touched by his book and I'm still, you know, reading it or audio listening to it, I'll be honest, on my walks and such. But what I get so much comfort from it is that first of all, he's a public person, extremely public, very well known. 
and he's talking about it. And that's huge. So many people I know who have a platform like his are terrified to talk about psychic, spirituality, and things like this. I mean, it's almost like people just feel that, you know, they'll be ridiculed. Isn't that funny? And they're right. And that's, that is a very true thing. What we do, what I do, and any of you who are into this world, it's still very fringe. It's, it's still very looked at as over there. And the whole reason why I do this work and the whole reason why I put myself out there, and trust me, it's hard to put yourself way out there, is so that people can not be afraid for one, for two, that you can realize that what affects one affects all, that we can move past all of this and that maybe we can realize that spiritual things is just a science we just yet to understand. Now, when I was a kid, psychology was very new, by the way. I know everybody's used to going to therapy and going to their therapist, but it wasn't like that in the 70s and 80s. It was like you had to be something really wrong with that person. Like, oh, they needed to go see a psychologist. They were called quacks. They were called people messing around in your mind. And now today they're revered, almost like anyone who isn't like, you know, coming from a psych point of view, then it's just not considered science, which is so interesting because when you grew up real hearing that it wasn't taken seriously at all as a science. Now I feel this is the same. I feel like one day we're going to realize that our spirit and our soul is so important to take care of. And what I felt like this book is about is that's what he's talking about. Soul boom, me, the revolution, you know, um, I think he said it's like a revolution of the spirit, spirituality. And I felt like I got a soul boom just listening because I felt validated. I felt seen and I felt I didn't feel like a clown. Many times if you're into witchcraft, if you're into being a psychic or you're any of those things, people will treat you like you're a clown, you know, like you're the person who's like making it all, um, you know, for everyone's amusement. Look at how silly, look at how strange. And he brings such an awesomeness to compassion and empathy. And it's like, I realize I'm we're all thirsty for. It's what I try to bring myself. I hope I can give this to you guys. I hope I am. I'd love to hear from you if I am or I am not uh, on, on any of my platforms. Please speak to me. But I just felt so good myself to, to have somebody who doesn't have to do this, who could just skate on the success of one of the best shows that I feel has happened in a long, 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 long time. And yet to match, honestly, just it, it was ahead of its time, I believe, could just skate on that and be completely fine. However, you know, instead, he's trying to do something different. He's, you know, bringing something out there into the world. And I appreciate it. So I just say, go check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. The second thing I wanted to get into was about Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day is very difficult. It's very hard. It brings up a lot of emotions for people um, because, 
even though it's supposed to be fun and all this, so many people, let's remember, may not have mothers, may not have mothers who treated them kind, who have pain. And I know that so many of you may have a trouble with that, that Mother's Day brings up all of it. If you lost someone, if you didn't have a mother who really cared for you in the way you needed, it brings it. So just remember, it's a day. And for those of you who may have lost someone, because, you know, remember, my mother died. Oh, remember, I, I would like to remind you, for those of you who don't know, my mother died when I was 10 days old. And my aunt and uncle raised me. And then my aunt died when I was 18, you know, shy of 19, just going on 19, barely. And um, I lost two moms <laughs> by the time I was 19. And it's painful time. And so it's like one of those things that you kind of sometimes want to avoid when you have a loss, when you lose a mother, you, this day can be very difficult. So this is what I like to propose to help you do whatever you need. There were, there were years I didn't even look out into the world at all. Um, you don't have to explain yourself to people. If people ask you what you're doing is Mother's Day, be blunt. And if you're a mother passing, nothing, she's not alive anymore. But if you are a mom, then maybe say, but I'm going to do this for myself or whatever. But my point is you don't need to give a whole explanation. You don't have to make other people feel comfortable and make people feel relaxed about the pain you're going through. And then, then again, you could have a mother who passed who caused pain to you and it brings up even double issues. You could also have a mother who just wasn't a good mother to you, was was abusive, hurt you. Um, all of those things are pain and loss. So it's okay. Do whatever you need to do. Handle it any way you do need to handle it. Because these days are not really about what they're presenting to be. They're really kind of attempting something with people but there is no right or wrong way to handle those days okay so that's that's kind of what i really wanted to talk about and um while um you know while you kind of think on that let's get ready i'm going to get uh bring up tb's email um and i'll read that to you okay here we go i got it and we'll change the music uh on to to a different to a different vibe for tv i'm calling her tv but it's tanaya so let's just go with tanaya all right tanaya it's a very short email she she, she made it short and to the point um in the 90s and it's called um Arctic Room. <laughs> That's what she named it. In the 90s, good old 90s, I lived in a small apartment in Santa Barbara. When I first moved in, I repeatedly heard footsteps above me. I then discovered there wasn't an attic. Then my closet and subsequently, subsequently, I can read, my bedroom was ice cold year round. It was so cold, I could no longer sleep in there. Was this a portal? Did an uninvited guest of the ghost variety move into my room? Please solve this mystery, smiley face. Thank you. 
I love how she gets right to the point uh, and, you know, makes a really fun, you know, fun, uh, fun little, like, uh, commentaries on it. And here we go. So what did I have to say to Tanaya? Let's see what I had to say to Tanaya. Okay. Okay. So, read the email, and now we have the lady here, Tanaya. Say hello, Tanaya. Hello, hello. <laughs> and I finally got your name right, right? Yes, yes. Most people don't get it right. I... Because I can't, I've I've um, read for her in the past, and I've I've met her in in person even in the past, and I keep wanting to call her my sister's name, Tanya, which is mm -hmm. not her name. Most people call me that, actually. <laughs> um, I bet, and it's funny because um, even my sisters told me I said I called her name wrong, so it's Tanya. So I practice with Tanaya, and I think did I spell it wrong? I did spell it wrong. Oh, it, it no wonder it's spelled very similar to Tanya. Yeah, you're gonna get that all the time. Mm -hmm. Just go, go by I T. Guess. My mom changing the spelling. That's what I get. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have my coffee and listen, Tanaya, I have like, and everybody, I have a new sound effect. Listen to this one. Does it sound like pee? Because it's supposed to sound like pouring coffee. No, it didn't sound like pee. No. Okay, good. Please <laughs> don't make me associate you. <laughs> no, it's supposed to sound like pouring a nice cup of coffee. So everybody, everybody at home, the listeners at home, let me know if what that sounded like, because I don't want to keep replaying it. If you guys are sitting there like, what the hell is going on? Anyway, I'm drinking my coffee. I love Not coffee. my medium brew yet, but soon. Okay, so I'm going to dive in. You ready? Sure. And so everybody knows we didn't talk about what I saw in the email, correct? Correct. Okay. So you just sent the email and then I'm going to tell you what I see. And I did go over it. And um, I love how you mentioned it was the 90s. That's my favorite part. That's the best part. The best part. <laughs> Young and tender. <laughs> yeah, right? I was going to the clubs. Were you going to the clubs? I sure was. I was de I was definitely going to the clubs. And um, do you ever hear songs from the '90s and you like get ported, transported right? Mm -hmm. Actually, I listen to '90s music on a regular basis. So, okay, I'm stuck in the '90s. I don't know. I guess. What and where do you get transported to? Uh, State Street in Santa Barbara. All oh, okay. All the different bars. I mean. That's a nice place to get transported to. I'm jealous. I was just going down to Hollywood, <laughs> damn Hollywood club. Yours? No. I don't know if I was cool enough for the Hollywood clubs, but I can do State Street. I think you sound classier than what I was doing. That's what we're saying here. 
What was the club that was big in the 90s? The one that, um, what's his name? River Phoenix? Viper Room. Viper Room, right? He was the part owner or something like this, right? Wasn't that hot in the 90s, right? Yes. I always hear about it. Yes. A lot of spirits there. I had someone want me to read some place there. I would come back, Viper Room, if you want me to. But it's pretty got a lot of, got a lot of energy in that space. I can imagine. Not that positive either. No. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. We're moving on. We were we 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 like drifted off into our youth. So, okay. So <laughs> you gave me this really interesting one, another portal one. There's a lot of portal ones. There is no portal. I I'm happy to report that there's no portal in the space. Yay. So, yay. Everybody, you can't see her, but she's doing hands up, hands up. <laughs> um but, okay, when I see, and what I like to do so everybody knows is that I do read the emails and I kind of focus a little bit, but I kind of like the real timeness of focusing more when you're in front of me, meaning like I kind of get a vibe and then I kind of, you know, go deeper, like when you're sitting in front of me. But I will say that I definitely saw a man in the space. Um and um, and you can feel free to like converse back so everyone can hear you because remember they can't see you, okay. um, but you know don't don't verify all of it yet till I get it all out. But anyway, I did see like a man. It didn't. Um, it did look like when I see him that he knew you, was connected to you. What? Okay. 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 That's okay. Surprising. That's surprising. Yeah. That's surprising. Okay. Cause you didn't think that. Okay. That's what we need to know. That's the response I like to hear. Cause we want to know what's going on. They want to know like, what is she? Cause they can't see you. So, um, yeah, I feel like I saw a man that kind of knew you, but I would say like, it's the equivalent of someone once removed, you know, it's not like maybe they know you, but you didn't know him. He keeps kind of talking about your father's side. And the room being cold is definitely a thing. Like if your room, if that space was cold all the time and you couldn't get it warm a lot. Um, and it didn't not, start off that way. That's the scary part. It did not start off that way. And it just started with the closet and just took over the entire room, <laughs> which was scary. Oh, yeah. 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 Cause um, that it, it, I let's put it this way. Like, positive energies to me are more warm okay. and cold is kind of almost like on purpose. You know what I mean? Like pulling energy back or pulling your energy. Like okay. it's just not, it's just like, it's like sucking the life out of the room kind of idea. Okay. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, I just stopped um, sleeping in there because it was too I much. Don't, I don't blame you. The, what I do see about the closet is that uh, behind the closet, there was something there, either like a TV or something electrical that is around that area. I'm looking in the closet. I didn't really see anything happened in the closet. But it, when you talk about, quote, portal, it's not literally a portal, but there can be energy because it's elect their electrical energy and they're going to want to use electrical energy. And I actually have, you know, another one that people will hear uh, similar, but um, this happens a lot. But this one that I see with you, it almost was the closet off your bedroom. 
Because you didn't say, you said that you thought it was an attic, so you thought it was upstairs, right? No. So I, um, when I heard the footsteps, um, I actually went into the hallway and there was this um, cutout and then this loose, like thin sliver of board. And, but it was in the, in the hallway between my bedroom and the bathroom, which was across from me. Um, the closet was in my, was in my bedroom. So I just walked right into the hallway and I pulled that wood back and I looked up and there were pipes going all the way down, almost to the, you know, to the ceiling. And so I was like, there's no way someone could like just be walking around freely up there. Okay. So the pipes were in the closet. I'm trying no, to picture it. Above, the pipes were above me. Above so that, you. Above. Yeah. It was. Um, and that's why I got, um, that was kind of the first indication that there was something there because I, I okay. kept in the footsteps. And once I realized there's no way someone could freely walk up there, the pipes come down. But, to the clo- but the closet is just, that's just like not really the big part of it. But then my closet, you know, subsequently my bedroom was, okay, it was cold. The closet was in my so, bedroom. Right. That's what I was at. That's what I saw. But water is the same as electrical. So they'll use water. And I've had to do so many times where people's pipes burst and water bursts um, or they'll use electrical devices. So the fact that there was pipes and water coming down is what they were using. I do see a man that was more on your father's side and he's connected. I want to say it's almost like looking at an uncle or something. Um, And he's what? Now you got to speak it out loud. No, this look. Okay. Um, yeah. Can I ask the person that I know, like, well, my theory was completely off, but was this of my father's generation or is he before my father? Oh, uncle. So I think he's before your father because he's an uncle. You okay, know what I mean? My father had a, had a brother that passed away when I okay. was like. So it's your uncle, old, not his uncle. Okay. So that would be, to be clear, that would be your uncle. Mm-hmm. Is he saying that yeah. he was my uncle or he was my dad's uncle? You know, when I, cause I'm doing this cause I'm kind of just surveying the space. Okay. <clears throat> I'm not getting in a full blown conversation with him, but I heard uncle. So if it's your uncle, but what's important is he's saying his, his demise, he calls it demise was more his fault. He, he kind of feels like it was things he had been involved or done or things that he had been doing to himself. Like, like I feel like a coldness about his death, like meaning like not like it was lonely. Do you know anything about how he died? Yeah. Um, sadly, um, I actually was there. Um, if we're talking about the same person, Okay. Um, I had gone to a place that my mother had always told me not to go to. And I actually saw him after he had gotten stabbed. Okay. Um, and it was, um, they took him to the hospital and he died shortly after that. But I saw him like yeah. right after he had gotten um, stabbed. Right. That's so what I'm saying. That's the person we're talking about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure because he's saying it was like the lifestyle and the people, like he was not involved in the right things. Yeah, this was like, um, I want to say uh, 70, 
either 79 or 80. Yeah, I was, really, I, was really, I was really, really small. And at that time, my brother, I mean, they were involved in a lot of, you know, just wild stuff. So right. that's, that, you know, they were, that's my dad's brother. Yeah. 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 So he, he was, it was getting cold, not because he's like trying to be mean or be bad, but it's kind of like, um, he was a little upset about his passing and feeling like people didn't really take a lot of time to mourn him. And you see those things. So it's just like sucking the life out of your energy and, you know, your space. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's like when somebody like just crashes in your home and you're like, Oh, I guess you're staying like, just live here now. I guess you live here now, right? And it's so it's just no boundaries, no care for boundaries, oh, right? Do you know how much that like of all people? Because he died when I was like in first grade, I think. Yeah, um, and that was such. Um, speaking of people, like I don't know how he sees it, but my father was devastated by that death. So I'm really surprised to hear that he thought that no one mourned that my dad never recovered from that. But I'm surprised no that he's spoke I'm surprised of he, him. No one spoke about it though. No one de- talked about it. No one talked about him. It wasn't like there's a difference between your dad going through his own mourning like for himself and people not really talking about it. And he seems to be talking like, you know, because of the circumstances that people kind of had a judgment on his death. Okay. I'll I'll tell you this. Um, I mean, and obviously I can't speak personally to, um, you know, he knows his relationships with his sisters better than I do. Um, But my interpretation, again, I was only like six or seven years old at the time. Um, the way that I saw it and the way that I know how my dad was, if people were not talking about him, I would say it was probably because they didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. Because they didn't care about him. You he's know, not, he's not angry. He's not okay. angry, but you were the one that could is more open to seeing him. So like I said, it's like somebody who is trying to get attention, trying to talk to you, but maybe like, you got to back up, buddy, you know, kind of thing. Got to pull your energy back a little bit. So you're sensitive to those things. I happen to know, right, Tanaya, you're sensitive yeah. to these things. Yeah. If I had known that it was him, um, yeah, I would have been more open, like, because I, I mean, you're right. I've seen them since I was little. So had I known it was him, I probably would have been more open to, um, open to seeing him, but, um, I would feel the energy like all over the apartment. Like Listen, so it, didn't, it didn't make a difference. <laughs> not not your fault. This isn't yeah. about you doing anything wrong. It's like, hey, I want people to talk. My brother's upset about me. Nobody's talking about it. This person sees things. So how about if I just keep sending her email after email and text and call her and you're just like, Jesus Christ, like you're you're sensitive to the to the, you know what I mean? To the like uh, <laughs> signals trying to get your attention. 
right? Um, That's all that was happening. Cause he looked very gentle when I saw him, honestly, it was like someone like, excuse me. And like, well, you were using the water pipes. Like you were, it was just too much. He, I mean, like, He was just trying too hard, too hard. Even my, to even my older sister, who was like scary, scary, like um, he appeared to her even. And she was like, ah, and ran out of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> um, one night we're there and she wakes up and she like goes flying out of my apartment. This is like, I think 94 or 95. She's like running downstairs. I'm like, where are you going? She, this, we didn't have cell phones, obviously. She calls me two right. hours. She calls me two hours later. Hey, there's somebody in your place. There's somebody that was in your kitchen. <laughs> You're standing there looking. <laughs> and I said, yeah. "Yes, I know." There, You're I like, thought it was more than one person. She goes, "You know that they're there? How the hell are you living there? <laughs> what is wrong with you, lady? <laughs> like you're like, listen, we're just like here. I go." Pouring some coffee together. We're just chilling. We're relaxing. His energy, I'll tell you this. Yeah. His energy, he made his energy known like mm-hmm. to the point. I thought it was four people. That's mm-hmm. how much he was appearing. Because I would feel right. the person, like literally I'd be laying on the couch and I would feel somebody sit next to me on the ground and watch television with me. And then I would I would oh. be in the living room and I would feel somebody in the kitchen watching me. So I thought it was four people. There was so much energy like coming at me. So I didn't realize wow. this whole time it was him. Otherwise, I yeah. would have been probably more receptive. Yeah. No, it was a hundred percent. It was a hundred percent like, you know, I I just saw him um just kind of like almost like when someone looks over at someone and they're kind of just like excuse me and but like they're right in your face like if you wake up and and someone's like standing over and you're like like are you awake and you're like whoa Jesus like that kind of energy and that's how I saw him but he's like oh sorry you know I'm just trying to get her attention that that's it so I would say that maybe talk to him um, do a little, if you, you know, have a little homage to him, just kind of respond to his emails and his texts. Cause he was, he was trying to send them. And I feel like, um, at that time it was just like a perfect setting. Almost maybe your attention was just more like not distracted or something like this, that he was able to get your attention, but I would just do that. And, um, and maybe it'll come around in a more gentle way from at, at this point. Can I ask, does he still feel like that? Like that people are not. um... No, it's not like a restlessness. It's just kind of imagine you die and you feel bad that someone is really upset, like his brother. And then you're like, hey, I need to like get people to help him or talk about it. It will help heal. And nobody is. But this little girl seems, you know, meaning you're not a little girl anymore, but she well, to seems him, to, I feel it. to him, I would have been a little right. Boy. <laughs> right. But this, this, you know, she seems to see things and she seems to be aware of things. So maybe I can like get her to hear me. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, oh, that's it. So it's, so that's why I say that it would just be nice if you make that connection and then maybe you'll have that connection and it will just kind of, you know, kind of end the cycle a little bit. So, but it's not like he's running around upset or anything like that. But that's what happened. 
So um, that's why I said sometimes when it's ice, it just, it's, it's almost like just sucking, you know, the energy because they're using so much it, any electrical energy they can get in the air around them, the pipes so and things like that. wanted me to go and like um, kind of provide like aid to my dad or to uh, at that time. It's, just, it's not, it's not, don't read too much into it. It's just okay. imagine if people can't, hear you and see you and you just want someone to hear you because you feel bad you, like he's not upset because he's fine where he is but he feels bad for your dad and your dad doesn't have anyone to talk to about it or anyone to reassure him about anything and so you're the next best thing okay got Good it to know. That is like yeah shocking. <laughs> well there you go that's why i like to cover this why you you never know like um sometimes it's not really as bad as people think. Sometimes it's just trying to, you know, say hello, make a connection, help some people okay. out that are mourning. Yeah. All right. Can Thank ask, you for, uh, can I ask just one yeah. quick question? Is he satisfied now with how people, well, I'm not yeah, I'm not really reading, like reading, oh, reading. Okay. I'm just okay. kind of giving you a taste of what, okay. you know, I saw in the space and things like that. So um, I wouldn't worry too much about it. That's why I said it's just people like everyone need to know at home that people want to know you to know that when we die, that it doesn't stop here. And that isn't it too bad that everyone's so afraid to talk about it or they're so upset and they're not getting the help. So that's it. So they'll go to the person who they think will hear them best. So don't read so much into it. Yeah. But um, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I feel like I feel like this is the I feel like this is your energy. Like wind chimes. Do you ever do wind chimes in your house? I don't, but I do like the sound of wind chimes. I feel like you should do that kind of energy. I'm just saying. Because that's like the vibe. That's a vibe I get. All right. Anyway, just saying. Anyway, just just a side note. Just a side note, just to say this, you don't always have to use incense and spray and oil. Sometimes sounds help clear the energy in the space. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Tanaya. All right. Thank you. All right. So it was not what she thought it was, which is my favorite. If you haven't, uh, figured out by now. My favorite thing is when it's not what people think it is because it proves the point that we kind of put in our heads either a tremendous amount of fear, um, a, you know, a, a boogie person um, out to get us and do all this. And it's like, oh, no, it's somebody you know that's been like, hello, is this mic on? Or have you been listening? I've been trying to get your attention. And so I love that she was so surprised by that. She was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, not what she expected, but she knew who it was. Um, that's my favorite type of thing. And remember, that's kind of the key thing to remember when you're thinking about the spirit world and when you're thinking about like any paranormal experiences you've had, you know, don't immediately go to the old crickety man, you know, with the scary eyes and the weird voice and, you know, all of the Scooby-Doo type of you know, type of ghosts. Like who's on, who's behind this mask? Oh, 
it really is like Scooby-Doo. It's just old man so-and-so, right? Meaning like it's just the guy who was pumping our gas. Oh, that's kind of that's kind of how it is, except for unlike Scooby-Doo, it isn't a, a prank. So, um, or, you know, a sinister person. <laughs> um, so that fell off the rails a little bit, my analogy, but you get my point. It's usually somebody that unexpectedly you kind of realize, oh, okay, I didn't realize it. It could just be like somebody really benign and someone I feel close to and someone I maybe didn't feel close to even and just wanted to kind of peek their head up and say, hey, don't forget I exist. So that was awesome. Thank you, Tanaya. You were awesome. This is her. This was her second time because she sent in one that I read in the reader's room. So this is definitely second time. So let's give her, yay, let's give it. Good job. Good job, Tanaya. Good job. You're sending in stuff. You're giving me stuff to work with. Sorry it took so long, but see, I'm celebrating it. All right. Okay. Now, <laughs> this next, the next house guess. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. I got to take a take, take a little sip. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking healthy stuff, by the way, guys. Okay. This next person is Timothy. Now, if you remember, I had um, Timothy read his email. When I first started this podcast, I was reading people's emails. And then I said, I want to have people on. So he was like, he's an OG. So I'm sorry, Timothy, this took so long to come on. Both of them have been waiting patiently, but both of them I've already talked about on the podcast. So I was like, you know, let's give some room for some other people who haven't been here on here or haven't talked about or anything. And let's, you know, let go, let's get to those people and then let's, let's come back. So, um, Timothy is the portal, the portal in the mirror. Remember that? So he's the one who sent in that email. A lot of people really found that one interesting. And I had him on in my medium brew cafe, um, because he is a baker and you're going to hear all about his baking and he's going to give us a recipe and we're going to talk all those things. So, um, I already created the magic of the cafe with Timothy. You'll see. So I'm just going to let us head on over with Timothy to the Medium Brew Cafe. Okay, everyone. So you heard me talk about Timothy. And if you remember... He's not only a baker, he's on a baker show, contest show that he's going to tell us about. He's the portal mirror guy, which everybody seemed to like. I noticed my the numbers on there. So I am going to first greet Timothy as my house guest at the door before we go into the Medium Brew Cafe. So hello, Timothy. Hello, Adela. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks for letting me in your cafe. <laughs> well, we haven't stepped in yet, Timothy. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm still locked out. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like I need to come up with like a, you know, like a password, like a, like a, like a secret cafe, medium brew cafe password for people to come in. Maybe I'll think about that. Hmm. Little magic key, something like that, you know? <laughs> But anyway, let's let's go on in. Let's go into let's let's open the door. 
into the medium brew cafe hey, timothy i'm gonna get you some like coffee oh wait you open the door twice <laughs> I'm gonna get you some coffee going. Do you like my cafe? What do you think? Is it loud? It's a, it's a little it's loud. Nice. Let's tell them it's to calming. be quiet. Listen. I, uh, yeah. Go ahead. What do you I think? I enjoy. I enjoy the the uh, bong water sound effect. That's the that's the coffee <laughs> brewing. That's I the know, coffee. But every, every time I hear it, <laughs> I always think of bong water. <laughs> Oh my gosh, now I gotta get a new coffee sound. Alright, your kidding. coffee's done. They're brewing Perfect. it in the background. So, Timothy, now that you're in my medium brew cafe, mm -hmm. let's start off with the first question everybody wants to know before we get to before we get to the ones I wanna know. What happened with your portal mirror? Everybody go listen to the episode that um, there's a portal in my mirror that is you, correct? Yes. You are the portal mirror guy. <laughs> so what happened? Anything new to report? Nothing new besides this, that one happening. That's mm -hmm. it. I've I've had it in my new bedroom in our new house for a while. But mm -hmm. not like facing the bed. You know, I wouldn't do that. But I've been having my protective thing over it. And now it's in my bathroom. But other than that, nothing else has happened. Okay, so things are stayed pretty calm. And yeah. what about your other question? So some of you may not, you know, may not remember, but the other question we had was, or you had, was about, oops, sorry. Hey, mm -hmm. everybody come back. <laughs> See that? I'm so magical. It's just... <laughs> um, didn't you have another question about, um, I did, tell them to be quiet didn't you have another question about your house because you bought the house or you yeah. got the house and you wanted to know mm -hmm. if it was going to be safe right without your husband how did that turn out um it seems okay like like every now and then i'll you know see something or i'll see something like at the corner of my eye like down down the hallway but i think it's just like my imagination most of the time because i think there is gonna be something there but sometimes it really is something present i must say um but usually like little orbs here and there you know little flickers mm. well i don't yeah. think it's your imagination because i know i <laughs> timothy forgets to mention that you've come to a few of my online medium galleries and my seances and yes. you see stuff right i do <laughs> yeah elaborate yes. while i take a sip of my mm. iced coffee by the okay. way okay well the Probably the most popular thing I see, well, like not popular, but the most, okay, how do I say this? The most frequent thing I see is like little fuzz balls mm. that dangle from the ceiling. And I've been okay. seeing them for like probably five years now since I moved to Macon. And I never okay. understood what they were. Fuzz balls. Yes. And they almost look like animals. Like I'll see them and look, they'll, look, they'll look like little chipmunks dangling from the ceiling. Then all of a sudden they'll morph into something else and kind of just kind of evaporate or they'll scurry into the shadows or just kind of slowly disappear. Oh, interesting. So, yes. kind of, but they, so that sounds like very friendly. Yeah. They're cute. Yeah. They're not like threatening. I don't get scared. I kind of just like gaze at them. And once they know that I see them, they'll like, disappear <laughs> do you think they're kind of almost like almost like know me like fairy like um, 
I want to get that. They're like, I, I don't even know. Because I, in my mind, in my human brain, I、mm-hmm. think of them as a chipmunk, and that's what I'll see. Then all of a sudden, I'll start processing like, no, that's not a chipmunk. Why would there be a chipmunk hanging from my ceiling? Then all of a sudden, like it turns into like, I don't even know how to explain it. Just something not from this world in a way, and it just slowly just disappears. It doesn't say nothing to me. It's just well, always kind of watching over. Okay, I've never heard of this. This is a new one for me, but、yeah. my initial feeling feels very like Fey. You know,、mm. are you attached to like Fey type of lore and energies and yeah, gnome like fairy that kind of thing.、Um, I've never seen one before, like、mm-hmm. nature, but I've heard about like brownies, which、oh. they like.、Um, They they like to be around bakers and people who use electronics like ovens and in the kitchen.、What? They're always like, yeah, they like to play around with electronic stuff in the kitchen. And if you're not, like I've heard that if you're not passionate about what you're doing in the kitchen, that they'll start, you know, turning your oven off or putting it too high or you know stuff like that. It's like random little things. And I've heard, like, for myself from other people, that they like me because I bake and I actually honor my kitchen and I appreciate the appliances. So they're actually always around me in a way. If that makes sense. That's that kind of reminds me of like Keebler elves or something. Yeah. You right. That's why I said that's the feeling I get, and that's kind of、yeah. the feeling I get about you that you kind of attract that kind of crafty,、mm-hmm. you know, kind of.、Um, Fey type of gnome, fairy, magical. Oh wow! I love that. <laughs> I really like that. Okay, that's really cool. Well, that's a great segue into your baking. So,、mm-hmm. <laughs> so Timothy, first of all,、um, how tell everybody about like you're on this awesome. I've been watching him on this awesome baking contest. First of all, I might. Wait, I already said. First of all, second of all, I don't know if you know, but you know, I love baking just as for fun. I can't do what you do at all, but it's relaxing to me. I love watching it. I don't know why it's more relaxing to me than cooking. Cooking just doesn't relax me the same way. Maybe it's the <laughs> conciseness of baking and how you do this, you do that, and you get this versus like pinch of salt here and you know,、yeah. right? There's some kind、mm-hmm. of Neat, like order to it. I don't know, but tell us、yeah. about your tell us about your show that you're on. Yeah, totally. So I am being featured on the Spring Bacon Championship Easter Edition, which is on、mm-hmm. the Food Network and also streaming on Discovery Plus. I believe there's five five episodes out already. And、uh, but you, but you can't、yeah. get it on Discovery、oh. Plus as easy as Prime. I think so. Oh, if you if you、um, have Prime, you can get、yeah. it. Yeah, but it's、time. on Discovery Plus too. If you have、yes. it, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I want to say some of the episodes might be locked, like the first and second one. But、um, yeah, so you could basically stream it on Discovery Plus. I think right now,、mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like、uh, like awesome show. Just a, like every episode is about Easter and spring, and we kind of get to make our dream desserts. And have, well, of course, that's be Easter theme. But I mean, I, I think I showed my. Gothic twerks on Easter baking. Yes,、so. you have. <laughs> <Definitely> . yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about people seeing that stuff. Yes, that's been the funniest part. Is、yeah. that Timothy looks all sweet and innocent, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he makes like a 
like this whole like goth two gothic things that they're like oh yeah. but and they're starting you could tell they start to get to know you because they're like of course you did this timothy yeah, of course exactly. but that cake was beautiful i don't want to give Thank too much you. away but if you guys want to if you're into gothic if you're into <laughs> baking or you just want to support timothy watch it because i think next week is the finale so we yes. get to find out who won and i can't wait um okay so if you were to bake something for my medium brew cafe what recipe can you give us and me by the way and now that you better know i'm going to be hitting you up for all kinds of ideas because i used yes. to bake a ton but then i kept eating it so that was a problem um what's a simple this is my, these are my favorite things so you give i know i know what how about if we do this i'm going to tell mm -hmm. you my favorite things and then you say dela i have a perfect you know thing for you for your okay. meeting per cafe yeah. i love to make lemon bars i love to make cheesecake i love to make cake mm -hmm. cupcakes mm -hmm. um <laughs> i don't i'm not as big into cupcakes uh, I mostly make them for other people. I do, I do, and I love, um, and when I do make cookies or like chocolate chip or something, but I'm pretty basic and <laughs> I try to make like a, a lemon tort and I have okay. made lemon um, tarts. So You're you so see, there's fun. a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> lemon and lavender. I love lavender. Oh, really? I, yeah, I, I haven't Ooh. made lavender. I was going to attempt that when I stopped baking as much. So, lemon what, and lavender is the best combination, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's holy. What would be a simple recipe hmm. for, for all of us? Simple. Well, I think nothing that you said is simple. <laughs> I like lemon bars. <laughs> They look simple, but it's definitely a process. They're hard. There is a process. Um, yeah. It seems it's easier, easy once you get used to it. Yeah. Like once you do it for like five years and it's like you do it every day, it's like, okay, this is easy. I would say my favorite thing, I would say for a coffee shop, definitely mm -hmm. like a cookie. Okay. And I, I have this wonderful chewy um, chocolate cookie that is gluten free and it can okay. be vegan as well. But basically all it is is egg whites, cocoa powder, powdered sugar. I think it has uh, vinegar and just chocolate chips and you mix it all together. Then you put it in the oven. You just like scoop it on to like, wow, that paper. is easy. Yeah. That's a lot simpler steps than mm -hmm. my, okay, go ahead. And it's basically like a brownie, like the mm -hmm. top layer of brownie where it's all like crispy and crackly. That's mm -hmm. basically what it is. And it's all chewy from the egg white. So it gets like, you know, that chewiness. Okay. It's like extra rich with the cocoa powder and chocolate chips in it. But that you could definitely be versatile with it. You can okay. also do like lemon if you want to, like substitute the cocoa powder for a different ingredient. Like you do like, I would say like almond flour and basically be like an oversized uh, macaron in a way. You could do oh. you know, lemon and lavender uh -huh. and stuff like that. So it's definitely a very versatile recipe. Can you, well, you have to, can you email me that recipe and of then I'll course. bake it and then I'll tell yeah. everybody. Okay. And That's then really good. how could I make, what do I need to do to make a lemon lavender lemon bars? Mm. Mm -hmm. I would I would just stick with your original recipe and just add like fresh lavender. Well, not fresh. Like it's like dried lavender petals. Dry, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Kinda, I would definitely toast them in the oven or toast them on, on like a skillet. 
Well, you had to tell me that, Timothy. I would have just been throwing in. I would have been going down, picking lavender off the street. (laughs) Timothy said to throw it in there. Okay. I I may not do that. But be very lightly with it because lavender is very potent and salty sometimes. So this a little bit goes a long way. I definitely toast it up and... If you wanted to grind it in like a little mortar thing. Oh, I do remember seeing you do that on the show. And I did learn that from you. I was like, oh, he toasts it. You have to toast it. Yeah, did you do that. that or was that someone else? Am I confusing that? Um, I think I did that a few times. Okay. Like in a few, few episodes, mm-hmm. I toasted some herbs up and right. spices. But definitely, I would do like fresh lemon zest in there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like a lot of these lemon bars are like, you know, use lemon juice and stuff. But once you add that freshness from, like, the lemon, I think that will definitely bring it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But definitely lavender has got to be really light. I would even do lavender in the actual, in the, the crust. Like, oh. do a lavender crust, then do, like, a oh, lemon wow. on top. Do yeah, you have a lemon bar recipe you could send me? <laughs> I personally don't, but the bakery I used to work at, you used oh, to make okay. there. Okay, that's okay. Oh, yeah. I ha- I have one. I'll just add the <laughs> lavender. I just yeah, need totally. to know exacts because if I do it, if I just wing it, I'll screw it up. Yeah, you don't want to put too much, to mm-hmm. be honest. You just want right. to do like a little bit, just so you, you can see the color, the pretty purple color, but nothing. Because if you put too much, is it's gonna be like soap? <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I have the perfect coffee drink that's gonna go well. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's not anything I invented. Um, but a lavender latte for mm. the lemon bar yeah. or because it, it could it could be like a little bit too much lavender. So how about just I would say this is the drink I, I drink if you guys want to order this at a Starbucks. But in the Meeting Brew Cafe with my lemon bar, I would recommend um, Americano with a few shots of, of vanilla or just sugar. Um, an Americano is just espresso and hot water. That's all it is. And then dopped on the top with a little bit of whipped cream. And then um, on the top drizzle, just like a flavor, like either caramel or something like this. And the the whipped cream melts into the Americano so that you don't need any other type of cream. And then you have the sugar flavor, which would be the vanilla. And for your Mm. cookie... That I would do a lavender cappuccino or latte to go. So now we're we're cooking. That sounds good. (laughs) Do you feel like baking is kind of kind of like potiony and witchy? It is. I definitely think it is like a a kitchen witchcraft. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I think I would put myself as a kitchen witch. Definitely, because I definitely put a lot of. Because you don't really need to have like the right ingredients, like you know whatever kitchen witches use whether like go outside and force your herbs and stuff it's mm-hmm. okay to get it from the store it's right. fine there's no like right. dt coming down to you and striking you to hell or some shit sorry <laughs> Chris. um you're fine but yeah as long <laughs> yeah. as you put your like, like the email i send you as long as you put the love into mm-hmm. it and you actually enjoy mm-hmm. what you're doing because if, if you're not enjoying what you're doing then what's the point in it but awesome. i feel like er- everyone can be magical in the kitchen not to be you know, you don't have to be me to be magical. Anyone can be magical in the kitchen. Did you hear that, everybody? You don't have to be Timothy to be magical. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, me. Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> However, I love watching you do your piping. It's just amazing. Um, so he just It's really amazing for me to watch people do stuff like that. It's just Thank so you. fun. 
thank you for coming on. And um, we're going to like chill in the cafe. So we're just going to kind of, you know, just leave, leave the cafe. Uh, I'll let, the, I'll let them stay. I'll let all the other people stay in the cafe. I won't kick them out. Let's put it that way since I'm in charge <laughs> of this cafe. And, and by the time this airs, I will be updating. Everybody will have known, you know, who won. Cause I'll, I'll tell them, <laughs> yes. you know, I'll let everybody know what the result was. Thank you. Guys, thank you so much for coming on and maybe we'll have more recipes in the future. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you, Adela. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, wasn't that fun? That was so fun. I am definitely a huge baker. I love baking, but I definitely want to eat it all. So, <laughs> That's the problem. I got all this state baking stuff during the pandemic, and I also got a bunch of pounds during the pandemic from the baking. Do you remember when that felt like we were just kind of like stuck in this vortex and we're like, whatever, eat, sleep, what? Yeah. Yeah. So I have always loved baking, and I thought it was just so fun to kind of talk about the, the kind of... I feel there's like kitchen witch type of thing that goes on. For me, I kind of like potion-y stuff, which is probably why I love the idea of the Meeting Brew Cafe and making coffee drinks and things like that and whipping things like that up. That is more my thing. But baking is kind of similar. It's a recipe. It's like very concise. It's very like buttoned down. Think the British Bake Off. Very buttoned down down, you know, that kind of vibe, which is why I kind of like it because I have such this crazy life and work that I do that it's just like nice to have something concise. But so that was part of it. And we also talked about his experiences, which is very fitting to him, like kind of magic fairy type of gnome type of thing, like, like the Keebler elves, you know, which is very fitting to what he does. And so, um, but anyway, let's get to what we all really want to know. What happened? What happened? Who won? If you didn't watch it already, I'm sorry to report that it wasn't Timothy. However, I'm not going to even say the name of the, of the person who won. It was this guy. They made it kind of obvious, it was kind of obvious. It kind of seemed like they were leaning towards. And Timmy, let's face it, he was like this witchy, gothy guy. He was doing these gothic cakes. You have to go see. He was doing goth. He was putting a gothic theme onto Easter. Okay. And I think they did not know what to do with him on the Food Network. They were like, uh, it's Easter. And he was like, yes, but there should be, there shall be goth. And he even did a little bit of this vibe, you know, it's a little Alice in Wonderland. So go check it out. But anyway, it was awesome to kind of have him in my cafe and talk about, you know, an update. And I'm going to do that. I'm also going to have some people who have had really interesting experiences in the sense that they've kind of learned how to connect just layman people, people who have had losses, who have lost spouses or people or people like this in their life. And they've learned how to make use, approach grief differently and approach that world differently and learn how to speak to those people. I'm having someone on that I know who's learned how to connect with that other realm with some a spouse that he lost and learning how to like, 
have a different kind of relationship with the other side. So I'm going to have different things like that because I'm trying to create this world for us all and a place where we can feel safe learning and that all of us fringe people, all of us weirdos can gather together. Don't worry, I will never, ever kick you out, right? Because here we go. The music's about to bring it on. And yes, never, ever, don't ever lower your freak flag. Rave it high. Use your magic. Use that part of you. Believe in something. It is okay to believe. It is okay to believe with consciousness and practicalities and logic. But let the magic be alive in you. Why else? What else would you want to do? You just want to like wake up and go to the store and go home. There is something more to us. It doesn't mean you won't keep your feet on the ground if you allow the magic to fly. So whether it's baking or coffee drinks or whether you're someone who runs a marathon, whatever it is, find your magic. All right. Thank you everyone for joining. Follow yourself. Follow no one. Listen to your inner voice. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the House Medium Podcast. And thank you for those who joined me on my podcast and allowing me to also read your emails and having all of us, including the listeners, go down the rabbit hole with you. And speaking of which, don't forget to email me all your questions at thehousemedium at gmail. And you can also follow me on Instagram at The House Medium or Adele Levine. And if you're interested in my services, you can check out adelevine.com. And remember, those bumps in the night. Or if you need help on your housing needs, renting or buying, I can pop on by. But if you are experiencing bumps in the night or shadows in your room, It may not be just your imagination, so contact me, Adela, your house medium.